I was originally going to back out when I heard we would have to face a jury panel with our products and immediately let fear take over me, since this was the first time I've ever done anything like this. Welcome to the Slow Sparkles podcast. I'm your host, Maria. Today, I'm going to share my story of how I fell into the small business world. Back in 2013, my son was seven months old at the time. I was sitting in my apartment in Redmond, Washington, feeling that creative itch. It had only been a year since I was living in New York City in the East Village, sharing an apartment with two others, taking fashion classes while interning for a few fashion brands, and just getting through the day-to-day. I went from working in a fast paced fashion environment to new motherhood a year later. I pulled out my sewing machine one day and decided to play with the fabrics that I had on hand and decided to embellish one of my son's baby onesies. It was one of those solid colored onesies, just a plain white one. And I sewed a few fabric shapes on it. I know it sounds very simple, But that's when I got the itch to start creating and I got the idea to, I got the idea to try making baby clothes. From there, that's how it all began. I was already selling vintage items on Etsy to make extra money and I sold some of my pre-loved and unused outfits on Instagram. That's actually where I discovered the small shop community and interacted with other new mamas who were in the same boat as me and other creatives starting their small business. I created a new account and started learning the ins and outs of utilizing Instagram to start a business. Instagram was so different at the time. It wasn't as saturated. However, it was still a collaborative environment as it is today and great for networking. I'm so grateful that I'm still able to keep in contact with a lot of the moms that I met back then and also developed new friendships as well. My first point of selling my products was at the local farmer's market in Redmond, Washington. It's about 20 minutes outside of Seattle. I was originally going to back out when I heard we would have to face a jury panel with our products and present. I faced my fear anyway and presented. Luckily, I did that. The jury loved my presentation and offered me a spot for each season. And once you're in, you're in. I launched my website a few months later and officially started selling online. I decided to sell on my own website versus taking the Etsy route. And from there, I also went door to door around Seattle with my samples, looking for some shops that would carry my items. And I did find one, um, Bootyland Kids, which I still love until this day. Um... And from there, I started applying to trade shows and craft shows around the U.S. 
My first trade show was in New York City called Children's Club at the Jacob Javits Center. That was definitely an experience within itself. And I looked at some of the craft shows. I participated in Renegade Craft, which is one of the largest handmade craft shows in the U.S. And I took part in Urban Craft Uprising in Seattle. And that's how I fell into the whole craft show world as well. Um, I really love being in person and interacting with all the customers. And another thing I love about craft shows is meeting all the other creatives around you, um, hearing their stories, seeing where they got started and how they got started and just learning from one another. I think that's one of the biggest things that I love about being part of craft shows is the whole setup and breaking down. <laughs> um, because during that time, you see everybody setting up their booths and you feel the creative energy in the air and everyone is helping each other out. And it just feels such, it feels like such a nice and collaborative environment. Um, it's definitely something that I recommend if you're starting a small product business, definitely get into the craft show world um, because that is one way you're also going to meet your customer and gain advice and tips and test out your product. Um, yeah, so that is my story in a nutshell of how I fell into the small business world. It was definitely a whirlwind full of ups and downs along the way. So thank you so much for listening to my story and tuning into this episode. So to end today's episode, I just wanted to share a few tips now on how you can get started with your own product business. And I'm hoping these ideas will help you get your creativity flowing and steer you in the right path. So number one, I would write down all the things that you love to do and what you want to share with the world. I wouldn't spend too much time on this, just jot down what speaks to you at the moment. And number two, Ask yourself, can I turn this into a product? Number three, I would ask myself, where are my customers? Number four, make a sample. And number five, how can I test this out? So just think of people that are near you on a day-to-day -day basis, family members, friends, coworkers, they are the best people to ask and they will give you genuine feedback on the sample and your product and you'll learn a lot just from the people closest to you. And if you have any more questions, I do offer 30-minute mentoring sessions. You can find my calendar on my website slowsparkles.com and I'll definitely be happy to talk to you about anything related to <laughs> starting a product business. I 
love helping people out and I know how it feels in the beginning. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode. And if you'd like, please follow me on Apple or Spotify. And you can also follow me on Instagram under Slow Sparkles. And I also have a website, slowsparkles.com. Thank you again and see you next time. Thank you.